Lloyd's List podcast. This is Michelle V.C. Bachman, Senior Analyst at Lloyd's List Intelligence and Markets Editor, Lloyd's List. We're continuing our special series this week with interviews of all the seven candidates who have nominated for the job of Secretary General at the International Maritime Organization. Today, we're meeting Zhao Zhang, China's candidate for the top job. Now, China putting forward a candidate wasn't expected, and the last-minute nomination took many by surprise. Zhao Zi is well-known around the IMO. He was a member of the Chinese delegation for many years and also served as head of, head of delegation and was elected as chair to the IMO Council in 2017. At the end of 2020, mid-pandemic, he packed his bags in Beijing at the Ministry of Transport and headed over to London to take up a position at the IMO Secretariat as director of the Technical Cooperation Division. I caught up with Xiaozi at the Lloyd's List offices in London, but I have a confession. I've messed up the audio recording, so it's very low quality. Don't worry, editor Richard Mead has ticked me off, so apologies in advance for the frustrating poor audio quality and the hum of the air conditioning. Anyhow, our conversation began by asking about the story behind Xiaozi's nomination. So what inspired you to stand for Secretary General? Uh, for uh, almost my entire uh, working life, I've been working with IMO um, from the legal to uh, technical policy to operational and uh, you know as well as uh, the negotiations and the cooperation uh, during IMO. So I have uh, every angle of uh, how IMO should work and uh, I'm dedicated to the IMO's mission uh, to provide a sustainable shaping support to the international trade. Now, I think it, it, it's probably no surprise, it was a surprise to many observers that China decided to, to stand a candidate, it wasn't expected. Was it a last-minute decision, or was it something that's been in the planning for you know quite a while? Uh, I was uh, aware that uh, China uh, has been uh, considering to put forward uh, candidature, uh, but at the last time I'm aware, it would be me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, how's the how's the campaign trail been so far? Uh, Actually, uh, because uh, I'm currently uh, still a staff of the IMO Secretariat, we have our in-house rules and regulations uh, that uh, I need to abide by. So I only use my spare time to chat and talk with uh, uh, member states delegates uh, to share uh, my vision and my views uh, about the organization with them. Should you be successful as the secretary, as the candidate, and, and become the secretary general from the beginning of next year, how will you reconcile the different views between the developing countries, developed countries, and some of the island states? How how can you bring them together? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the uh, mutual respect and understanding of each other's concern. Mm. That's the key to reach a compromise. Mm. Uh, 
of course, uh, the technical transfer, which signified by other uh, negotiations in other sectors and uh, the climate change, uh, the overall climate change negotiations is also a very important part. And uh, within IMO, uh, because internet shipping is a very essential for the uh, uh, international trade, and uh, we have to be very careful to take into account the possible uh, impact to the whole industry, especially uh, to the uh, some of the member states, uh, I mean, uh, developing member states and small island states. Right. Shall we move along to transparency and accountability? Um, is the IMO Secretariat doing enough? I know as, a, as somebody that's reported on the IMO, um, the, rules are, the rules of engagement, so to speak, have become less onerous. We can now report what people say in debates by country. We can't name the delegates. And also we now have um, online meetings, which, has, which I guess the, the new Secretary General will be making a decision about whether they continue post 2023. What's your view on the IMO opening up? Does it need to do more to, to be transparent? I would say uh, transparency is the uh, precondition for accountability, especially for IMO. Uh, you know, in the past, especially uh, in the past two or three years, uh, IMO Secretariat has been very proactive in supporting member states' uh, expectation for a more transparent IMO. Mm. And in this regard, uh, there's a great effort made by the IMO for its work to be transparent, especially uh, for the, uh, to support the working group on the uh, reform of uh, IMO. Mm. Uh, one of the uh, positive sides of COVID, I shouldn't say that. Mm. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah, it's the uh, online meetings has been uh, familiarized and accepted by uh, many uh, member states, and thus opened the door for live streaming of uh, IMO meetings, uh, which have a huge potential for mm. broader participation by member states to IMO's uh, technical discussions. Now, what about the IMO budget? Um, is it enough? It's getting to, you know, the nitty-gritty of managing the Secretariat, because that's essentially what the Secretary-General is, is going to have to do. Yeah, compared to other UN organizations, IMO, uh, is, uh, IMO's budget is a relatively small one. Mm. And, uh, uh, However, the IMO's reputation has been uh, very good uh, in uh, the efficient uh, management of uh, its uh, secretariat. And uh, the, you know, uh, we have a very good uh, uh, receiving uh, rate of assessment from the member states. I, if I remember correctly in recent years, 
doing another rate offer and received assessment uh, always uh, come to the level of 96%. I should say it's the best among many of the UN special ed agencies. That is also a symbol of uh, the member states' satisfaction with IMO's work. So what would be your action plan and your vision for the IMO should you be successful? What would you change? What would you keep the same? As the Secretary General of IMO, of course, he should uh, have his own uh, missions and action plans. But uh, the key for his role is to follow the instructions of the member states and support the member states to realize their vision and their work plan. Yeah, that's uh, I would like to uh, emphasize. And of course, uh, there are a lot of issues on top of the agenda of most member states. Uh, we have already mentioned the GHD reduction, uh, the digitalization, uh, the uh, uh, participation of uh, ocean governance of the UN, of course, very important work of the IMO Secretariat is provide technical operation for member states. And uh, uh, of course, uh, the reputation and uh, the role of leading uh, the maritime regulation body uh, is also need to be promulgated by the Secretary General as his uh, daily routine. Of course, uh, there's a lot of issues related uh, to uh, IMO's uh, marines, uh, maritime safety, marine environment protection, uh, facilitation of uh, maritime traffic, uh, as well as uh, uh, some legal issues. All those works need to be uh, properly balanced by the uh, Secretary General uh, in supporting the member states to pursue uh, their uh, better uh, shaping future. Earlier in the podcast, Xiaosi explained that he hadn't had much time to go out campaigning to various member states asking for their support because his full-time job at the IMO wasn't leaving him with much time. He was doing the rounds of embassies during his time off though, so I asked in my blunt Australian manner, what do you think the chances are? His response, he thinks they're pretty good. I think I have a pretty good chance. And uh, I was uh, quite encouraged by many of the member states uh, for my uh, past experience and my feelings about uh, the issues on the table of IMO and uh, the uh, diplomatic skills and the political vision for IMO and as well as uh, the, the uh, ability to bridge differences uh, to, uh, to help member states to reach compromise. Uh, 
So where is your support base coming from? Is it fair to say it's from the developing countries that support China in their interventions that I see in the MEPC, the Marine Environment Protection Committee? Uh, I will see, I will receive uh, substantial support from developing countries because of my background uh, in the uh, international cooperation part. And uh, I will also uh, receive a certain support from many of the developed countries. Uh, as the case, when I was elected uh, uh, to the uh, council chair, I did have uh, the substantial support from many of the key uh, developed countries. So, we'll know on July 18 who the successful man or woman is. Um, I wish you all the best and thank you very much for making time to speak with Lloyd's List for our podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you.